Welcome to episode five of Strengthen Bonds, an async Twilight Imperium podcast. I'm your host, BLT, and I'm a day late this week since I went to Iowa for Thanksgiving. I'm glad to be back home. And before I dive into the rest of the episode, I just want to talk briefly about Muat, the Embers of Muat. I finished two games with them last week. Every time I play as them, they make me think uh, that they might be my favorite faction. Of course, then I think of other ones. It's hard to... But I just love them so much. I love having an agent stall. I love never needing to build structures or docks or spending tokens to build things uh, out of my docks. I love getting Lightwave and then winning games by sending a War Sun, a prototype War Sun too, five spaces across the map with Gravity Drive and a Gravity Rift to win the game. I love that their hero can uh, intimidate people. It can give me a space to hide out in or to score or help me score three empties when I accidentally find Mirage and the other supernova. Uh, and I guess I just I just love how their style fits mine so well. Uh, they're really slow and unassuming at first, and then they suddenly come out of nowhere and you know win in round five after they've been slowly building up kind of in the background most of the game, uh, you know, or, or nuking someone who kept me from winning. So I could talk more about them, but I just wanted to kick the show off this week. I really love Muat and... Not afraid to say it. Okay, best thing I saw this week. I love playing with Coleone. He's really good. He keeps me on my toes in every game I play with him. But last week he won a game on accident. The short version, right, is that he was looking for a way to score Dark in the Skies for his 10th point, but he couldn't see one. Uh, he tried a couple times. So he gave up, basically, and decided he was just going to play for round six and block Empyrean from the stage two, which was six planets of a kind. So in his words, he said, Fortunately, it looked as if we may go to round six. If only Empyrean could be stopped. I went off to bed, planning to start taking their planets on my next turn. Awoken in the middle of the night by a crying baby in need of feeding. Shout out to Coleona, who's got crying babies. I am past that stage, luckily, with my kids, but um, I hear you. I clearly looked at my phone, he said. Oh. It's my turn. I'll shoot my flagship over to Mirage next to MP's home so I can move into his home in next round to score Dark in the Skies on my first action. He gets a little confused. He says, wow, they're really playing route? They've got a destroyer and I've got a flagship? They must really not want to lose these culturals. He wasn't really sure what was happening. And then suddenly, and then he says, a space massacre later, I landed and was promptly greeted with a you won notification, much to my surprise and delight. In my sleep-deprived state, he said, I had completely forgotten Empy had just taken the shard off Nomad. A shard that was now my shiny new tenth point. Well done, Coleone. Well done. Um, reminder to kids everywhere, never take shard unless it's your tenth point, or at least if you don't have some random legendary that somebody can snipe for their tenth point. Literally in the middle of the night, sleeping on accident. Um, at least make it a little harder for folks to win. That's awesome to hear, though. Weird game mode of the week. I've got a couple short ones this week. So one, this came up a couple weeks ago or so, gunboat diplomacy version. So this is where there's just no talking at all. So I popped into PBD 1445's chat and confirmed that other than, you know, clarifying rules things or, or just, you know, asking how something was possible if it doesn't look legal or discussing how to deal with things like the trade primary. <laughs> they're, they're not communicating. They're not trading. 
There is no talking again other than just clarifying rules and stuff. And I'm excited to kind of see how that goes. I think most of what Twilight Imperium is good for is the talking and the, the interactions and the negotiation. But I could see it being interesting trying to play a game of Twilight Imperium without talking to anyone and just doing your thing. If you want to communicate with someone, maybe you just try to, you know, maybe you just take their planets instead. Or so I don't know. So I'm, I'm looking forward to finding out kind of how that game went once it ends. The other weird game mode of the week that I want to touch on is Oops All Ixthian. So I've actually seen a version of this going back a long time, but recently there were two or maybe even three games that all started up at the same time around. And the deal is every round, even if no one's taken Rex yet, even if there wouldn't normally be an agenda phase, every round they draw two agendas. They're both Ixthian artifact. They're both automatically passed as four without voting. And you just see what happens. So folks are ended up with tons of tech. Megatol Rex is getting blown up a lot every single round. Uh, as far as I can tell, people are having a lot of fun in those. So, I mean, again, I've, I've, I've talked about Ixthian Artifact on this show before, how awesome it is, how you want to see that go for, and why not have an entire game where you're just making sure you see it a lot of times. So that's, that's, uh, that's fun. Okay, it's Tech of the Week time. That's right. Assuming that's everybody's favorite segment, where I pull a random tech out of my physical deck of technology cards. I'm shuffling right now, and I'm going to tell you some stuff about this week's tech, which is Majin Defense Grid Omega. Man, I'm getting some real gems in this segment, aren't I? This is a red technology, prerequisite one red. At the start of ground combat on a planet that contains one or more of your structures, you may produce one hit and assign it to one of your opponent's ground forces. So this is kind of a lot like PDS in general, which is, or, or, or even other things like Neuroglave or other, other defensive texts, which is, this is sort of useful to keep people from just like randomly sniping your space dock with a single infantry because you know it'll they'll lose it their 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 infantry but if they know you have this they'll just bring more and you'll lose anyway um, kind of same with pds like if they know you have pds then they'll just bring more stuff so uh, arborek of course famously starts with this tech which makes no gameplay or thematic sense especially with the omega version since Arborek really doesn't want to have any structures at all, this is almost entirely worthless. I have researched this in two games. I researched it once as Nalu when I was ahead, and I, I'm so bad at winning from ahead. I, I, I don't know if I can even really do it. Um, I was trying to hold some tech skips or attachments or something, so I thought that's, that this would be helpful. I actually used Maw of Worlds to get Majin, so that was dumb. Did not ever use it. Uh, or again, they just brought like tons of other stuff. Or I got bombarded or something before I, you know, I didn't even get to have a ground combat. And then I also researched it just recently in that game with the spinning rings because I was terrified that all my planets would get taken. And so I was Titans, I had PDS everywhere. I thought this would be helpful. And in fairness, no one ever invaded me. Um, of course, I still lost. So I cannot give any recommendation for researching this based on my experience some people have said that it's useful in those kind of late game defensive situations sure fine that's great 
we probably should go back to the non-Omega version. Okay, one new segment this week. We're going to include the kid insight of the week. This is where I have one of my kids tell something very insightful about Twilight Imperium that I don't think I would have known myself. And so this week we're going to have my daughter, known for this podcast as Pup Rock, tell us her opinions about the Volwraith Cabal. So um, the Volwraith Cabal is pretty cute, and he has a lot of stuff. Like a dreadnought, which is pretty cool, because a dreadnought is good. And um, some stuff about the Volwraith Cabal is that he's purple and cute, and he has two eyes and sharp teeth and these spikes. And I love that he's purple. He's just cute. What if I told you that the Volwraith Cabal, those people that you're looking at on the sheet, they actually eat entire ships from other people? I don't care. Okay, there you have it. That is <laughs> the Kid Insight of the Week about the Volwraith Cabal. Thanks, Pup Rock. Okay, we're going to finish out the show now, now with some various updates. First, the Async Tournament 2. We are now up to 25 semifinalists, so only nine more to go. And I'm going to read them all quickly. Um, there were a lot of winners since the last time I did an episode. So here are your new winners. Game 28, Misato won as Soul and The Safe One. And apologies, I did not check all these name pronunciations. I'm sorry. Uh, game 10, Comgol won as Extra in Lazar Beam or Lazar Beam. Game 14, Jakey Jakers Jakington won as Soul in Lazar Beam. And Game 7, Brassbird won as Mahakt in In Control Slice. Game 15, Dr. Whiskers won as Nalo in Skipping Westwards. Game 17, Surin won as Mahakt again in Skipping Westwards. Game 21, Alder won as Nazroka in Skipping Westwards. Game 11, Happy Day Gamer won as Nazroka in The Great Abyss. Game 1 finished with Unoriginality winning as Nazroka in Skipping Westwards. And Game 22 won as with Seanorific uh, as Cabal winning in The Great Abyss. So congratulations to all those new semifinalists. Just nine more to go. In async rank, we have seven new ministers since the last episode. As a reminder, the minister rank goes to anybody who wins a TIGL game and doesn't already have a rank. So new ministers since the last episode are Diego, Micmac Moose UK, Dr. Whiskers, BLT, Bada Boom, A Libby 1152, and Brassbird. Uh, so congrats to all those new ministers as a reminder two if you want to get to the next rank of agent you'll need to win a game against all ministers a couple of recent bot updates so per fin as of 1119 which is about a week ago but uh, across the three servers and only counting ongoing games so not even finished games the bot has reminded players 85 times that they forgot to get their hypermetabolism uh, command token so hypermetabolism is a technology that lets you get an extra command token in the status phase and people forget that they have it and try to only get two and this bot reminds them to get their third one 85 times that is awesome thanks so much finn another one from finn is dice luck tracking so for the last well it says three weeks in the post it's probably been longer than that now for the last three or four weeks it's been tracking your expected versus actual hits whenever you press a combat or PDS or anti-fighter barrage button. So it's been around long enough now. 
uh, that it's probably of some interest. I, you can check it out. So in your own game, you can do slash status dice underscore luck. And uh, you can always use slash statistics dice underscore luck to get worldwide dice luck records. And so I checked mine out using that second command to see how many hits I should have gotten and how many I have gotten over the last three or four weeks. It looks like I should have gotten 125 and a half hits and I've gotten 124. Uh, so that is basically exactly what is expected, which is not very interesting, but that's also just kind of how it goes. All right, that's the end of the show. Uh, I hope all you Americans had a happy Thanksgiving this week. Uh, I'm going to put the longer version of Coleone's winning by accident in the show notes and hope you all have a great week of async. Remember to take your turns and be nice. <laughs>